Welcome to Leading with a Braveheart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns, and my mission is to help you find yourself and stop fixing yourself. I'm so happy that you're here. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the weekly episode of Leading with a Brave Heart. I promise weekly and so far I'm meeting my goal there. This episode is to continue the conversation we need to have about imposter syndrome. I am still on a mission to get rid of this terminology, but I've also come across people who have expressed the feelings of imposter syndrome And they were either not aware there was even a term being used outside themselves and potentially other people were labeling them that way and they weren't aware of it. And also, I know people who know about the syndrome and have labeled themselves and are approaching it from a mindset of, I need to fix myself. I'm here to help with the awareness and the removal of the label, hopefully in my lifetime, and to call out that it's often a product of the environment, the society, a systemic issue, that's the cause of those feelings. And to somehow stop people telling women they have imposter syndrome. Because I've not seen one person who has been told by someone, you have imposter syndrome, that made them feel more confident in themselves. But when people acknowledge they have the feelings of imposter syndrome and they know it's not their fault, They can focus or you can focus on the things that you can control and not the things that you cannot control. Without the awareness, you may be focusing on things that won't have an impact, I guess. Because if you can avoid or people can avoid fixing themselves to be seen or to become someone else and instead you Find your true self and learn to love your true self despite what the system is doing. That's where the internal confidence comes from. So, this episode on overcoming imposter syndrome is about these three steps. Just to make it easier, I've broken it down awareness, so bringing into awareness the feelings, acknowledge, which is about acknowledging what's in your control, what's not, and attention, where to put your energy into. So let's get into it. So in episode 29 or two episodes ago, there was an episode, do you suffer suffer from imposter syndrome? And I discuss what it is, how to identify if you have the feelings of imposter syndrome. So if you haven't listened to that one and you're interested, go back a couple of episodes and listen in there. To get us started in this episode, imposter syndrome may create um, a feeling of nervousness and it may manifest as negative self-talk. Things like, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, I don't deserve this. Some people will also experience symptoms of anxiety and depression as a result of imposter syndrome. So it's something we really want to address. 
we want to become aware of this before this happens, the anxiety or depression that comes with it. Because often people who experience this can get all the experience in the world, all the qualifications that they could possibly get, um, be recognized, get promoted, be told how good they are, and they still have the negative thoughts. And then when people do things to address this feeling like over-preparing, spending all night doing a task to make sure people don't find out that you're a fraud, I guess, when you do well, it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy in that you believe you only did well because you over-prepared and then the cycle continues. So we want to break that cycle, if you like. So understanding where this imposter syndrome comes from, the cause, this can help us understand how we can overcome it. And awareness is often the first step here. So a common cause for women is the gender stereotypes. And that one is something that I'm really passionate about, that you can be seen differently and then you believe that you're not, that you need to become someone else and then it doesn't matter because you're not actually of that gender that it, that normally presents in that manner and gets rewarded for it and so on. So it's, it is something that can happen with stereotypes, gender stereotypes and other stereotypes. It can also be caused by early family dynamics and things that happen in your childhood. So that's something around potentially how you're parented, um, how you were, whether you were overprotected by your parents or you were controlled or your family acknowledged highly um, uh, high achievement or potentially you had um, an unsafe environment where you didn't know whether to express emotions or not. So all of those things, there's lots of experts out there on this, all of those things can play into an individual's experience um, in terms of feelings of imposter syndrome. So um, spending some time observing the environment that you are in or even reflecting on things that caused you to feel that way when you were um, a child or even a teenager. For some of us, it's, it's in those teenage years. Spending some time reflecting, observing can be really helpful for this awareness piece. Now, for instance, if we bring it into the workplace, um, is it you or is it a lot of women or people who are different from the majority that seem to be holding back in meetings, for instance, not speaking up, appearing anxious when giving a presentation? So look outside yourself to see if you're in an environment where this is heightened. It's not just you. A lot of people like you or a lot of people who are different from the norm in your organization, if they're also um, seeming to be holding back or anxious or nervous about doing things in the workplace. This could be a male dominated industry like IT, law, media, engineering. So you may be in a team where most of the leaders are male, for instance, And now you might go, oh, I'm going to notice that and just do a bit of observing of your environment. 
Now, if you're having some trouble speaking up in meetings, spend a bit of time outside yourself looking in at the dynamics. And a reason I bring this up early is in my career, I had someone suggest this to me and I had so many aha moments just by turning up to a meeting and consciously saying, I'm just going to be an observer today. I'm going to sit above myself and look down on the meeting and observe the dynamics here. And I didn't participate too much. I would just observe and just, it was like a little um, social experiment, if you like. Now, somebody suggesting this to me and then having all these aha moments, it really helped me come up with future strategies that were helpful to me and how I what I was experiencing and how my environment was working. So this is all the awareness step. Now, thinking about um, these dynamics and the thoughts you have in them, start to think about what is in your control. You can literally take a piece of paper, draw a line across the middle of the page and write down all of the things at the top of the page that you can control. So what you say, how you show up, your body language, um, uh, questions that you ask, all the things you can control, put at the top of the page. And at the bottom of the page, put all the things you cannot control. Um, So at the top, as I said, you could have what you say, how you're responding to others, what you're thinking, what your thoughts are, what your beliefs are about what's happening in that room. They're all the things that you can actually mindfully control. Below the line, you might put things down like what others think of you. You've got no control over that at all. What others say in that meeting. Or you could be very specific, like how John interrupts all the time and he's the boss in another department. So this is all part of now acknowledging, the acknowledging phase of um, of, of dealing with imposter syndrome. And part of the acknowledge phase is where once you notice also the negative talk that's in your head or the voice in your head saying, I can't do this or I don't deserve this or I'm not good enough. Also acknowledge where your body is sending any messages. So your body might be sending a message to you, get out of here fast and you feel like you're on the edge of your seat to leave the room or don't say anything or um, uh, you need to interrupt this person and tell them they're wrong. Be aware of what action this negative talk is sending to your body to do, whether it's to say something, flee the room, um, or um, freeze, not do anything. And they're those, those brain mechanisms that kick in when we feel um, that we're not safe, or we're under pressure, or we're stressed. So I've heard people, when, I, when you hear this negative talk in your head, or the voice in your head saying that you can't do it. I have heard people tell you or suggest to you to tell it to F off or name it something negative. Um, I can't think of anything without a swear word, but something negative. And then you can sort of name it and shame it almost. But I don't advise that here. I will recognize that this negative voice 
it won't go away. It'll always be with you in some form. So it's about acknowledging, perhaps saying, thank you for looking out for me and mindfully taking a step that you were going to do anyway. Whether it was to put your idea forward and the negative talk came in, said, don't do that. It's this person won't agree with you. This person's going to interrupt you. Maybe it's mindfully saying, thank you. I know you're looking out for me, but I'm going to put my idea forward or I'm going to apply for the promotion or I'm going to put an opposing opinion forward that I've been holding back. Now, this won't happen automatically the first time if you haven't been practicing this yet. So being kind that when you do do it, the first few times it'll feel really uncomfortable and sometimes you may feel like you've stuffed it up. You may feel like you came across cold or harsh, um, but that's okay. It'll get easier. And I just want to say something about the feeling that what you said is cold or harsh. Someone gave me a tip once that was whenever you feel something is coming across a certain way, like cold, harsh, um, or maybe you're coming across sounding shaky or nervous, the people you're talking to will only feel about one tenth of what you're feeling. So just remembering that in the back of your head that it felt really bad, but probably only a little bit um, a little bit felt by the audience or the people I was talking to, not as much as I was feeling that it was going to be felt. If that makes sense, it really helped me. So it won't be as harsh or as cold or as stuffed up as you felt it was by others. So as I said, anything that you are um, thinking about doing and your negative talk or the voice in your head kicks in, it's It's being aware that that's happening and being able to take your action anyway. But we'll move to that now because that's attention. This is where you're going to put your energy, the actions you're going to take. That may not be your first step. If you're just recognizing now your feelings of imposter syndrome, there's some other actions that might be better ideas for you. So one could be just that you're going to be more aware of your thoughts for the next week. And notice the self-talk, reflect on it, and find other ways to think about you based on the facts. For example, if you hear yourself say, I can't do this, I'm not as good as John or Peter, my colleague, not my boss, um, can you stop yourself and ask, is this really true? And bring into your awareness all the skills you have, how it's not about who is better, you or Peter, it's about how you're different from Peter and what you have to bring to the table. So this is just an example of being mindful. And this is doing it in the moment. Doing it in the moment when you hear the voice come up and asking yourself, is this true? You may want to start out before that step. You may want to start out by taking notes of your thoughts and feelings down throughout the day and bring it into your awareness. So you have these thoughts, write it down on a piece of paper, put it in your phone, just Um, start to notice them or perhaps you'd like to do it at the end of the day do some reflection and think back on the day about your thoughts and feelings that you had just some ideas of first steps that you could take to overcome imposter syndrome now a proactive place to put attention is into a daily mantra so that you say something to yourself before you start the day like a positive affirmation about your, 
about yourself and over time it becomes programmed into your brain. Some people really like doing that. Standing in front of a mirror, you might have a positive affirmation about yourself. I am worthy. I deserve love. I, I love myself. Those sort of things. You may have something about um, specific about what you do, about your job, about yourself in life and you can do that at the start of each day. Now there's some other really practical ways that you can overcome or deal with in the feelings of imposter syndrome and that could be simply updating your CV or your LinkedIn with all the latest things that you've achieved. So you may not have done it for a while and you might go through the last 12 months, hopefully not four years, but it could be a long time or it could just be the last three months that you haven't done your update And you can think about what have I achieved over this time and start updating and it can create a really good feeling of achievement and um, more positive talk about yourself and confidence building. Another suggestion or another practical idea is do you need to distance yourself from someone or something? I'm thinking that when you Um, have become aware of your surroundings that's step one in awareness you may have identified someone who has an impact on you can you put some space between yourselves and the other person could it be scrolling on instagram and seeing what your peers are bragging about achieving do you need to limit the scroll and something that may feel hard to change do you notice you feel unsafe psychologically at work is there bias playing out a toxic culture, a narcissistic manager. Now these feel overwhelming and harder to create an action. But if you realize you need to space yourself from work is the first thing to do to start looking for a new role or updating your CV or is there support in your workplace to have conversations about the topics? Not about yourself in the first instance, maybe, but about the concept of unconscious bias, gender bias, social norms. And this way you might, you might have someone that you can talk to, you can confide in. Or if you're feeling alone, you might find out that there are others that feel the same way um, that you didn't know about by having a look at your, what the company offers. Is there a women's network or an LGBTQIA plus community or other groups in your organizations. And you can check your intranet, I think, not internet, intranet or Yammer or Slack communities. And you may also just search through the intranet and find out that there's some action plan going on in the organization to address some of this and it's mobilizing soon. Something like that may help you realize that things are going to change Now, for the broader issues like feeling unsafe, isolated or bullied at work, seeking support or someone um, to speak to who has similar experience is such a helpful thing to do so that you no longer feel alone with the issue. So what is it there? Is there something there that you can do? And you know that if nothing's going to change, that um, that is your environment that you can't control and you may want to take a different action. So that's a lot. So hopefully that helps you to brainstorm how you can manage your feelings of imposter syndrome. And we all have it. It pops up every now and then. But having different ways to deal with that. It makes us human. Think of imposter syndrome as the ego. 
It's your negative bias trying to protect you from the danger around you. So your ego says, don't go there. You're not good enough. And it wants to stop you and create fear and protect you. Remember, awareness first, take notice of yourself, your surroundings, and how you think and feel in your environment. Acknowledge, take time to acknowledge your thoughts and feelings, what you can control, what you cannot control. And attention, where will you put your energy? What action can you take? Now, if you'd like some homework, if you haven't listened to the previous episode on imposter syndrome, go back and listen to episodes ago. Otherwise, start with awareness. This week, bring into your awareness when you say something negative to yourself and ask yourself if it is really true. Now, you may want to choose something else I spoke about in this episode, whatever resonated for you, wherever you are at. If you want to chat with me about your particular situation, how I could help you, there's always the link to book in a free chat with me at the bottom of the show notes. Until next time, have an awesome week and I'll see you next week.